0: So the big question is this, how do investors like us who don't have a PhD in finance or millions to start investing, how do we grow our bank accounts to build real savings and retirements and yet still have the time to do what we really love? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. Hey guys, welcome to the Stock Market Secrets Podcast. John Wooten here today, and I'm super, super excited to talk about um, some positions that I think we're just about to enter, which are going to be tremendous, and also a really, really awesome principle I want to share with you guys that I've just recently applied in uh, my uh, business with, um, in relation to some amazing sales training I'm going through right now and how you can use it to absolutely skyrocket the success of anything that you go through uh, with online training, with, with info products, with books, with whatever. Um, so super, super excited about that. So first things first, there was this awesome, awesome oil company. I think if you guys follow me on Facebook, then you'll see I did a live today and super, super cool ticker OXY. They just had this ridiculous, huge, 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 um, Downtrend. It was a flag setup, right? So um, they were huge. I think I talked about it in the last episode, just huge, right? So I'm putting in my options trade for a uh, call on OXY, and it was really interesting because look, uh, make sure that's all good. Yeah. So there were. Um, I'm looking at like November calls, and then I realized the January calls cost about the same, and it's you know uh, March. No, it's June. Yeah, it's June right now. Um, so that's pretty much a really, really nice time frame to get some results with. Whoa. Ah, it's about six months to uh, get out there and crush it, which is awesome. Uh, and that's, you know, pretty solid for the ticker and for the position. You know, it's, it's not going to take particularly long, especially at that really, really extreme price level to, uh, to bounce. So. I'm looking at these call options and there's something really really interesting. You know, the call, you buy the option to uh you know trade the underlying stock at a given price. And something really interesting is um you can put down a little bit of money and then risk all of it for uh for outstanding returns in the end. So it's a little bit like leveraging yourself, uh, but you also can do it really well once you understand technical analysis and uh, once you've kind of mastered your normal stock trading it's a great way to you know grow the results that you produce in the marketplace, which is awesome, awesome stuff so I uh, was looking at these positions and the October calls were you know four dollars a share near uh, near the current price. Uh, and then the January ones were also like $4 a share. Um, and the movement on it, you're looking at about a $50 stock, $46 if you get a lucky fill. Hey, thanks. And uh, you're looking at probably about an immediate change and a trend reversal to give or take $60, $64 just based off of support and resistance and solid consolidation. Uh, which is totally great. Great metrics on that uh, that can uh, lead to some terrific returns because you risk, you know, $3 or $4. You're breaking the 50 or $53, $54. And then for every dollar that it goes above that with one contract, you make $100. So if it goes to 60 64, you'll make you know about a thousand dollars, so it's about you know uh, One to two risk-reward ratio uh, Which isn't what I like to grow for I like to go for uh, one to three So that's why I held off the trade for just a little bit see if it'll go down a little bit more um, But it was really really interesting part uh, Was that you can actually get uh, the stock's at like 450 bucks. 50 bucks, right? You can actually get a call at 32.50, and the call at 32.50 has a break-even at 50 dollars, which is actually like the current price of the stock. So, essentially, and it was really weird because this option was for January of next year, which, like I said, is in six plus months. So you have, you know, a half a year for the stock to go up at any price higher than where it is currently, uh, which is extremely low relative to previous highs. But there might be like a short temporary downturn in like the next week or two, maybe, maybe. You never know 100% on that stuff. Uh, But it was really, really interesting because if you bought the 3250 call, which is just a strike price, right? The price where the uh, option will expire and you will have to have me above that strike price in order to make money. And have an option that's worth anything. And obviously, if it's below the strike price for a car, then um, it'll just be worth zero dollars. So with uh, with that really interesting positioning, it was cool because you could buy this uh, this option and if you bought it at 3250, your break even was uh, was fifty bucks, but because of that, the inherent value is about uh, $17.50. So the cost of the option per share was, uh, was $17.50. But that was it, right? Like there was very, very, very little time value. You were only paying for the inherent value. Now usually with options, you pay a premium, and that premium includes the time value. So with this option, the premium was 12, or $17.50. With most of the options near the actual current price of about $50, the premium was about $2 to $4. And that $2 to $4 was not a price premium because those call options were actually above the current price. So the premium was entirely based, those $4 that you're paying to have the option to buy the stock at a future date at that price, you're paying entirely for the time value of the option there's no inherent value, because as they stand with current prices at $50, the option that's at $50, uh, $50.50 is it's worth nothing, right? So, in that option, the time value is $4. But if you actually look down a little bit at the 32.50 option, which you can buy at the market, that option has no inherent time value. And if you think about it, is like just a pure. Cash play it's actually a significantly better investment because if the price goes down to 45 dollars uh, in the 5250 option which is the strike price of 5250 on your left thanks uh, you're gonna have no money you'll be worthless but if the stock goes down to 45 dollars in a six month period right you have a really really long time for it to go up if the stock goes down to 45 dollars and then it never never comes back up which is highly highly unlikely But even if that happens, right? theoretically, with a $32.50 strike price, uh, you're still gonna be able to keep some profit on that trade and it'll still be worth something because it's closing above the strike price. So when you buy an option that already has inherent value, it sort of lowers your risk uh, relative to uh, a normal option trade where you're pretty much risking everything. Because with the 52.5 option, if that strike price, if it expires below that, it's worth $0, uh, which is really interesting because with the other one, you would only lose the uh, amount that the stock went down, right? You would only lose the principal value and that principal value is uh, it's only given by the present value. And with this option, there was no time value given. There was no value of addition given to the marketplace, right? So. Here's the really crazy part. You might think, well, Jack, that's awesome. John, that's awesome, whatever, right? Why is it that it matters if you can buy a, uh, a $50 stock option at $32.50 for $17.50, right? Because $17.50 plus $32.50 is $50. That's what the stock price is, right? You could just go to the market and buy that stock. But the really, really cool part is that if you buy the option When the stock goes down a dollar, and you buy the the cheaper option that has that larger time value, you'll lose a dollar, right? That sucks. If the stock goes down a dollar and you own the stock, you'll lose a dollar. And that sucks. Now the difference with the option is, when you buy the stock, you have to pay $50 to buy the stock. When you buy the option, you only have to pay $17 to buy the option, right? So if nothing happens but they go down, you have less capital invested in the trade. And because of that, you have more liquid cash to make other investments with. So that's your plus number one. Now here's, here's the real, real, real big kicker, right? Paying $17 to have the option to buy it at 32.5 and the value of that option is gonna increase as the price increases on a per share dollar basis, right? So by leveraging yourself a little bit less, right? The thing with options is they're a really big form of leverage. so. If you bought the 5250 call, that call, you'd only pay $4 for it. And if the stock went to 60, $64, you'd make $10 a share for every $4 that you put at risk, right? Um, so with the cheaper 32-50 option, you actually have a lower break even, right? $50 versus $54. So if the stock goes to $54, you'll actually profit $4 a share on one contract is $400 since each contract is 100 shares. Um, and at the same time, that $4 in the other contract would just break even, right? So if you bought the 50 to 50 option, that would be the point where you make $0 and you are unable to lose money, right? So that's the break even. Uh, so that's like the big first pro. But then the second thing is like, if the price goes to $64, there's a big difference between your percent returns between the two, right? So from 54 to 64 is $10. So you'd make $10 a share for every contract that you own in the first trade. But in the 3250 option, you'd actually make $14 a share. So you're looking at $1,000 per contract, which is 100 shares versus $1,400 per contract, which is a uh, hundred shares. And, and now it's a little bit different too because you have less downside risk on the lower price stock since you're still gonna make money. So you're gonna be able to retain your capital if the price goes down. Um, and at the same time, right? Like if you had to actually buy the stock at um, about 40, 50, 50 bucks, right? If you were gonna buy the stock and wait for it to go up, it would cost you $50 a share to buy the stock versus buying the option to buy the stock it can only cost you $17, it can cost as little as $4 for a six month option per share. So instead of having to fork out $50 for a share of the stock, you can actually buy for the 5250 call, 10, 15, or 10, you know, 11, 12, 12. Yeah, you can buy 12 options, contracts. Um, for 12, for 12 shares, right? And you have to buy, I think the minimum lots 100. Uh, so, you know, $4 times 100 is 400 bucks is your minimum position size for that closer option. And then when you look at the 3250 option, your minimum position size on the 4250 option is actually a little bit higher because it costs 1750 to enter that trade, right? It costs more to get into the, uh, the lower priced option because it has more inherent value. Um, so with that, you're going to have $1,750-ish for, times 100 It costs you $1,750 for that you know, entry price. So you have to invest more at the beginning, uh, but in the end, your payout has a higher potential by $400 per option, which, or per options contract, which is 100 shares, which is a 40% increase in profit uh, potential in, any, in just a very, very simple t- uh, $10 move. And then at the same time, you have that downside protection where if it's closed at $50 and you had a 50-50 contract, you would just lose your $400. But if it closes at you know, $45 and you have the thirty-two fifty option, you'll have an inherent value at expiration of $12.50. And like I said, the stock is super, super low and you can identify that through technical analysis. Um, so it makes you you know you have this really really cool position where you're actually risking, you know, maybe two dollars. You set a stop loss. Two dollars, two hundred dollars, you're risking two hundred dollars if you set a stock loss to forty-five or, or uh 47. Be 2 dollars a share, right? Two dollars a share times your shares, that'd be a forty-eight dollar stop loss, which would be two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars to make right? Um, Now, that's a little bit risky. Like I said, the lowest this stock has gone to last episode. I talked about the flag setup it was in. It's about $46. That would be kind of my hard stop. I put, you know, max loss at $44. Given that my target's like $64, Um, well, I don't know. I got to look at the chart to be honest. I really try to get closer to a two or three to one risk reward ratio um, just to optimize long-term profits for any given situation. But the point with it is if you take three, four, five, six, seven, ten 10 trades like this, and those 10 trades have very, very good risk to reward ratios. And I mean, you just play the numbers game, right? It's just a numbers game at that point. Um, because you're gonna win, you know, statistically, what? 60, 70% of those trades if you get really good at them. Especially with solid technical analysis. I mean, if you can make triple what you lose, and then, consistently play and win 80% of the time, you're gonna go out there and crush it. And uh, and that's what options let you do, is they let you leverage yourself just a little bit more than stock trading. With a traditional stock trade, right, you're looking at the same same price movement, but you're leveraging yourself just a little bit less, so just a little bit more capital to start. And that's where you usually wanna start trading, because you don't wanna over leverage yourself when you start. You don't wanna have the risk of losing all of your money in a position. But once you really, really understand it, options are really, tools to uh, multiply the impact you can have in your portfolio and uh, just be smart with your expiration dates right like I said this stock is at bare-bone lows it's never been this low ever and it probably won't be here for more than a couple weeks at most a month or two at like super super most two months right like that's a really really big stretch so when I'm looking at a six-month option that costs four dollars a share for a 5250 strike you got to understand that that same option costs you know, maybe 50 cents, 75 cents, if I was only gonna buy a two or a three month option, they would last significantly less time. So I'm playing it, you know, super safe with these higher uh, cost options, which have longer time frames, because that's gonna give it more than enough time to work out just in case, right? Because I would rather put up, you know, maybe twice as much capital, but have like a 10th the risk. Than uh, then go the other way around and potentially lose everything because stocks can take just a little bit longer than you think to uh, to drop, which is totally okay. I know an example with flowers. and I'm doing a put a put option on them right now at like 17 or maybe it was like 20 bucks. I think it was like 20 bucks. It was either 20 bucks or it was 17.5 with a super super big discount, which means that it's essentially 20 bucks and um, and with those options I was looking at it initially I didn't have my brokerage account set up just yet still waiting for money to clear so what happened was I saw it it looks really really good tremendous opportunity they had this crazy initial you know spike up and uh, they went from like $10 to $20 which is awesome I don't know if you guys have been watching I still have to kind of finalize the the investment advice I do just because there is a little bit of regulation in the whole investment advising space and I need to get over those legal hurdles so I don't like, you know, get sued and stuff. Um, but I was doing like a portfolio stuff for some initial clients. And uh, you know, one of our biggest calls, you know, I think in September, maybe it was October, was uh, FLWS at about $10. And after we called them out, man, just it was downward wedge, killer technicals the thing freaking doubled in like two months, three months. And, uh, and that was pretty sweet. So, you know, you combine fundamental knowledge and technical growth, and you can have really, really good stock positions. And then once you master those to a level of expertise that will let you win 90% of the time, because you really have to be good, because options are much, much riskier, since you lose all your capital if you're wrong, and you are wrong setting up like the wrong way, if you do it the wrong way, um, which is why, I teach options so much more carefully because they are a very more delicate but also higher growth potential investment vehicle Uh, with those options. Now, if it goes from like $20 down to 10 again, right? Say, so originally I doubled my money. If I short them, I think it's like 250 for the option. So it means it breaks even at at, um, at 1750, which means if I want to control one lot, which is 100 shares, I have to pay $250. Then, if it goes down to like 10 bucks, which is super, super extreme, I think maybe a conservative price here is about 50. It really just depends on the moving averages. I'm really looking to hit those moving averages: the 50, 100, and the 200 monthly and weekly moving averages, which I talk about in Chapter 26, 9 to noon. I think probably might be 25. Um, you know, that's just let's just say for fun that that's a $10 move. So originally, I would make $10 a share, which is uh, double your money. With an options trade, I'm paying a $750 premium, or a $250 premium, which leaves me $750 in liquid cash. And that $750, you multiply $750 by um, the uh, 100 shares, that's $750. So I risked $250 to make $750. So now I'm able to multiply my risk-reward ratios because originally I was risking $250 $250 to make $250. So now it's a three to one risk reward instead of a, well, I guess kinda of depends on how you look at the stop loss, but you know, double your money goes to triple your money and uh, you're able to uh, to put less capital in it and leverage your results. Because if you, you know, you short for the 250 put, you're paying $250 and the potential on that is 750 profit plus your 250 original. So that's a $1,000 750 profit versus if you put $250 in a normal short position, uh, at 20, you'll double that to $500. So you go from $500 to uh, a grand, 750, you're creating a much, much better risk-to-reward ratio, and it'll let you win a lot more trades. You just have to be careful with it, because if you're wrong, you will lose all of the money, right? So that's why you pick the right time frame and you extend it to the extent that you know where it's going to go in the, the medium to long-term, based on technicals, based on swing trading, and because of that, you, um, you pick the right time horizon, right? So you don't want to do, like I was thinking, of there were, there were these one month call options, these one month put options, and they were very, very, very cheap. It was like 50 cents, 25 cents, and you could control the stack of 20 bucks, which would turn your profits into about $980 per, per contract for risking about $20 a contract, which is just um, ridiculous, that's insanely good. Um, but with those, it was a lot more risk they expired much sooner and what happened is the stock went down to about 16 17 bucks but then it bounced up off of the uh i think it was the 25 daily maybe it was the 50 probably the 50 daily and then it bounced into the top of the bollinger bands range and that lasted till the end of that contract and it was in profit for just a little bit and you could cover while it's in profit but there was that bounce and after that bounce it went to new well not new highs but it just went up just a little bit because it looks like it'll take a little bit ooh, excuse me a little bit longer to uh, to go down just so it needs a little bit more time than that original option had so you have to be careful looking at options that are too too cheap especially when you look at their time value because it brings in into question you know how predictable how could how much could this reasonably happen in the marketplace and that's why when I talk about options in I think chapter 21 find to noon it's uh, some equation I briefly mentioned, which is very, very important, very technical, but it talks about the implied volatility of a stock based on options prices of time value minus the inherent value, or just the time value by itself, isolated from the option price, and uh, what that'll do is it'll tell you how the market predicts the implied volatility of a stock uh, moving in the next, you know, any given time frame for the option, so it could be one month or it could be six months. It's just whatever the options period is. And you'll see that value in Yahoo Finance. You'll see it with most of your brokers. It's uh, it's called implied volatility. And it's just based on how much value uh, traders are giving the time value of an option. So higher value, time value, means that market considers a position, a stock, an equity, whatever, more valuable. And that increased value, it just transfers over to you if you wanna buy options or sell options on stocks in your portfolio if you don't think they're gonna go the way that you sell them. And then you can create just a little bit of extra side income from your investments like I talk about in uh, the chapter on options where essentially you'll, you'll own a stock and then you can sell an option and generate a, you know a slight return. And as long as you're correct about the technical analysis and the movement of the stock, then the option will go unexpired because it's out of the money. It means it doesn't make any money. Like if I sell a call option at 50 and I know that it's going down to 40. In that case, I could make the money that would, I could you know, sell for the, uh, the price of the option in the marketplace. That's cash in my hand. And then I can use that cash to subsidize losses in my position if it goes down or just to create extra income if I think it's gonna go sideways. Um, so really, really great, great way to just have extra income when you uh, aren't 100% sure, or you are 100% sure. You know what's going on in the market, and you say, "Hey, I'll sell an option," and uh, you know what? If it goes over 50, if it goes to 55 bucks, you'll sell at the strike price, and so you'll you'll lock in your gains either way. Uh, so it's it's a really great situation. Uh, I I go a little more deeply in it in the book because it is just a little bit more tough. It's a little bit of a deeper concept that requires that underlying education and technical analysis, which I obviously talk about in part two of the book, right? So um, I hope you guys understood most of that, options. When I started, I was like, dude, what are options? Options are really tough. But then I started to meet a lot of people that were making a whole lot of money with options. And it's great because you know, you're able to multiply your, your portfolio could originally do, especially when you're starting out. Once you start to grow, you'll have higher results uh, per unit risk, which is just tremendous. Talk about it in chapter 35 too, just increasing that long-term sustainability through swing trade, which is really, really great stuff. So now that we have that exciting news out of the way, I am so pumped, you guys. Something awesome, awesome, awesome happened today. And uh, so the other day, I was talking to Mr. Winders, his sociology teacher, and I was like, yo, man, I just need to an advertising professional because of the, the nonprofit profit status and charity funds, uh, which would be awesome. I talked about in the other episode. It's so, so cool. Um, it just helps with the marketing and the distribution, which is tremendous. Helps me get awesome messages in front of more people. And so he's like, you know, you should probably just like cold call one of the guys. So I look up one of the guys. His uh, name's Michael. Awesome, awesome guy. Super excited about him. Uh, He does a professor of marketing at the school business, which is sweet. Uh, (laughs) And um, yeah, I don't know. There was like 20 people that taught marketing class, but he had, I don't know, he looked like the coolest guy. So I just kind of picked him. Um, And that's kind of the important part, right? Is you don't want to like, you know, double check yourself or second guess yourself too much. Just like go with an option that looks really, really good. When you have, when you're looking at a list of options, and then just stick with it and go all in on it, right? Something that sort of helps me if I have friends around, Um, I made this decision at about four or five in the morning, so I didn't have any friends around. But if I have friends around, I'll usually just let them pick if I have an option from a list of people or or things that, you know, don't really make a huge difference you can't tell. It just, you just don't know, right? You just don't know uh, what the differences are. So I, uh, gave him a call in the morning, didn't answer, left a message. And then what's really interesting is I'm taking this sales training course, right? Which I'm gonna share with you guys on YouTube soon once it's done, which is really, really great and powerful stuff. And the one really important thing that it's focused on a lot is follow-up, which is awesome, awesome stuff. So I'm learning about follow-up and essentially the memo is it takes eight contacts to actually uh, get in contact with with a lead, right? So. I call this guy, he doesn't answer. So I call again a couple hours later, he doesn't answer. So I call again a couple hours later, he doesn't answer. Then I send him a video message, text message, he doesn't answer. Then I, I call him again and he doesn't answer. And then I send him a text, then he answers and he says, hey, let's schedule an appointment. So it was so, so cool to see uh, what I was learning in that class about marketing in that course about follow-up actually produce tangible results in the marketplace. If that goes through, which I'm very confident it will, um, that's gonna be about a 10 grand net gain, which will be tremendous, be awesome. Uh, We can multiply that over time. Just a really, really great opportunity. And the reason that that happens is because you have extremely, extremely consistent follow-up Uh, Just like I was learning in that class and it made me realize like whoa, dude The people that go out there and put courses together online. I mean you guys know I'm big into personal development one of the best ways to um, Invest in yourself because an investment in yourself will never decrease in value You'll always have the knowledge you gain the expertise experience. It has nothing negative You're literally taking years off of a learning curve sometimes decades off of a learning curve uh, by working with people that have been there and done that, which is tremendous. It's awesome. I know this sales training by Grant, he's probably been doing this stuff for uh, you know a decade, 15 years plus, 20 years, who knows? Um, and I think he released it five years ago, which is super cool, because it's like this stuff lasts through time, right? You put the work in for a course or some content or something that can last through the years and maintain its value. I mean, that's really, really cool. That's really valuable stuff because you know that that knowledge is gonna last you for decades to come just like it took them to learn it, right? So, anyway. Want more stock market secrets? If so, go get your free copy of my best selling book, Nine to Noon. You can get your free copy plus $11,176 of unannounced bonuses. It took me years to uncover completely for free at Nine to Inside Nine to Noon, you'll find the top 38 secrets you can use to double your portfolio every two years and make upwards of 10% per trade daily.